Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to. Somebody in the chat room asking if they can mention Jeff Jeff Cooner. Of course you can. Uh, he's a friend. He's been on my show. I, I think Jeff's great. Um, he's a, by, the, by the way, those around the country who don't know, Jeff is a, a local host in Boston who is a great host. Breaks news and he stays right on top of things. So there you go. Um, glad to have you here. I'm going to give you some more of the sound bites from Kareem Jean-Pierre. If you're just joining us, the show started a half hour ago. Where the hell have you been? So let's stop playing games here, okay? Realize when it's on and, and make sure that you do You know what I mean, Carrie? Exactly. What's their problem? Five Hello? o'clock, people. Thank you. Let's Thank go. you. It's what we do. So um, uh, glad to have you here. Corrine Jean-Pierre, yesterday I gave her credit for being smart. I know that she's a racist, um, and she made that clear when she was on MSNBC before becoming the, um, uh, the press secretary. I also know that she's gay, an immigrant, black, and female, because those are the important things. She told us that day one when she took the job. But uh, I gave her credit for being smart. And in watching all the sound bites and the video that I'm playing for you today, if you want to see her say it, and just look at the disdain she has in her face as people are asking questions. In fact, she won't look at some of the reporters that are asking real questions. She is reading, she is reading just right out of this page of this binder thing she has. And the answers that she gives aren't necessarily connected to the questions that are being asked. And again, a lot of people asking about Martha's Vineyard. Now, these reporters, because they're stupid, were trying to be coy and cute in how they were comparing uh, Martha's Vineyard to the, the border towns in Texas and Arizona and so on. I just wish they would have come out and said, hold on a second. Why is it okay for these people to go to Brownsville or, or Del Rio or McAllen or whatever or Donna? Why is that okay? But it's not okay for them to go to to Martha's Vineyard. So I want to pick up with the second soundbite that she said because, again, I don't know that she's making any sense. I think she thinks she is, but she's not. And here she's complaining about the governors of Florida and Texas somehow being bad guys. Yesterday, two Republican governors reportedly lured 100 asylum seekers, including children, onto planes and buses with false premises and then abandoned them. If I could just help her out here, it's going to be false pretenses, not premises. But even that being said, nothing was false. These people get to America, and if they want to go somewhere... Her boss, that administration, will send them anywhere they want to go. So DeSantis and Abbott sending them elsewhere, the people coming across don't give a crap. They're in the country. The people who are mad are the people on Martha's Vineyard. So, so let me pick it up. Again, she says false premises or something. Um, and I think she means pretenses, but, but there you go. With false premises and then abandon them on the side of a busy road thousands of miles away with nothing, with nothing but Ziploc bags of their belongings in hand. These were children. They were moms. The same people had nothing but their Ziploc bags of their belongings when they came across the border. That was okay then. Today, it's horrible and it's deplorable and it's radical and it's racist to only let them have the belongings that they had when they got here. They were fleeing communism. And what did Governor DeSantis and Governor Abbott do to them? By the way, she can say fleeing communism because these people in particular happen to be from Venezuela. Most of the people that come across the border are not fleeing communism. So now suddenly they're only doing this because they're compassionate for those who are leaving communism. They used them as political pawns, treated them like chattel in a cruel, premeditated 
political stunt. I mean, I'm guessing she meant cattle, right? Carrie is chattel something. Is that a thing? Chattel? I, I think it. I think it is. Yeah. Chattel is the same as cattle. Let me see. Chattel definition: uh, an item of property other than real estate. Yeah, she didn't mean chattel. She meant cattle. She meant that, that they were rounding up like cattle. So she uses a real word, but incorrectly. Gotcha. Why else would Governor DeSantis have spent the time to charter a flight to take migrants out of a different state, not even his state, a different state, and hire a videographer to capture footage of that flight? I just, just want to stop you. She's, she's repulsed that he, that he got these illegal aliens from a different state and brought them to a different state. It's horrific, which is, of course, what the Biden administration has been doing since day one. They're taking them from Texas and flying them anywhere they want to go after they've used up all the resources in Texas. So if, let me ask you this. I mean, maybe we'll, I'm sure the answer is no, but what if those illegals that came across said, hey, we're here and I've got, I've got friends and family in Martha's Vineyard. Kathy, D, uh, Kathy, who the hell's Kathy? Carrie. Seriously. I'm still thinking about chattel. Kathy. I'm still thinking about chattel. I got to be honest with you. Um, so Kathy, <laughs> Uh, what do you think uh, they would say in Martha's Vineyard? Or what do you think the Biden administration would say if 50 illegals from fill-in-the-blank wanted to go to Martha's Vineyard? Well, Jay, they'd probably say, heck no. <laughs> Shut up. Kathy. You say, oh, you sure, my gosh. Really? I just ate a big meal with Dr. Jesse. Don't start. How long have we known each other, But Kathy? not bother to let Massachusetts authorities know that migrant children in need of food and shelter were about to land on their doorstep. Now she's mad that they didn't let Massachusetts um, uh, officials know. So people could come across the border in Arizona, New Mexico, California, and Texas illegally. Nobody's calling the governor to say, "Hey, we're just going to we're going to stop by. We're going to be we're going to come across there." Just to let you know. Um, <laughs> but you have to let Massachusetts know that we're sending them there. Carrie, is this something new? I mean, have we been telling governors that we're sending illegal? I mean, if you go to the San Antonio airport, there's a special area just for a bunch of illegal aliens that broke the law to get here. Hmm. We're not telling anybody that we're sending them to their state. We're just doing it right. at 3 o'clock in the morning. But she, she thinks there should have been a heads up for the Massachusetts authorities. Okay, that, that makes sense. These vulnerable migrants were reportedly misled about where they were headed told they would be headed to to Boston, misled about what they would be provided when they arrived, promised shelter, refuge, benefits, and more. She's saying these things with no proof whatsoever. She's just saying them. And you know what's going to happen. DeSantis is about to just let her have it. DeSantis will go on some TV station, go on some show, we'll, we'll do a video on her own, and he's just going to let her have it because she's making it up. Because she's saying misled. But she's not saying they were promised they'd get four pieces of bread and only got three. She's not saying exactly what the misleading was, but she thinks that this somehow she has the moral high ground. Let me be as clear as I can. This administration, nor this person, has the moral high ground when it comes to the border because they screwed it up big time. These are the kinds of tactics we see from smugglers in places like Mexico and Guatemala. She almost said Mexico like the Spanish way. She was like, Mexico? She almost, she almost went with Mexico. She didn't. But she almost did. I think she thinks that would have been more effective. This is who she is. So uh, now they're smugglers. Carrie, the governors are now smugglers. Yes, I understand that. Yep. Okay, just put it up there. Yep. yep. And for what? A photo op? Photo op. Because these governors care about creating political theater 
than creating actual solutions to help folks who are fleeing communism, to help children, to help. In your recollection, Carrie or Kathy, either way, mm-hmm. um, has she ever talked about them fleeing com- uh, communism before? No, I don't believe so. That's kind of weird, huh? First. So we've got a, like 5 million in two years have come across the border illegally, but finally somebody's coming from Venezuela so she can say, hey, they're fleeing communism. Families. Instead, they want to do political stunts. President Biden put forward... She's so outraged that in the middle of that outrageous speech, she had to turn the page. You hear the page turn? Yeah, I did. <laughs> she had to stop and turn the page. A comprehensive immigration reform package on his first day in office and secured record funding for the Department of Homeland Security. We once again invite Republicans to support both. There's something wrong with this lady. There is. I mean, I take back what I say. I said she was smart. There's no way. There's no way. Because she wants us to believe that it's a horrific thing to bring people to Martha's Vineyard. I don't know if you've looked into it, but the border towns in Texas are filled with beautiful people who love America and love Texas. They just don't have the kind of money people have in Martha's Vineyard or in the Upper East Side of New York or even on the Upper West Side of New York, of Manhattan or, or the, the... Go ahead. I was going to say, and just like that story that I had read, in one night we're talking about 500 coming across the border into Eagle Pass. 500. They that send this 50 people to Martha's cannot Vineyard. cannot sustain. There's no way they can take care of all 50 those people. 50 people is a freakout in Martha's Vineyard. And you're right, Eagle Pass can't. Del Rio can't. Brownsville can't. McAllen can't. They can't handle it anymore. To the point to where a reporter actually, thank God, asks Corrine Jean-Pierre about that. You know, okay, so would you take people from the border towns and send them elsewhere? I think it's this soundbite. Just on the migrant issue, is the administration considering moving some of these migrants from these border communities to other parts of the country to relieve some of the crowding that we've seen? So there's there's always... Let me just stop you there. If you couldn't hear it, is the administration considering moving some of these people that are in the border towns to other parts of the country? It's very simple. And her answer is, so... She always starts with a so when she's going to read something, and what she's about to read will not be connected to what he just said. It just won't be. Here we go. There's always conversations happening about how to deal with changing circumstances at the border and improve border processing systems. Uh, I don't have any new policies to, to preview. So she has no new policies to preview, Carrie. Wouldn't it be so refreshing if a reporter asked a question and they actually got an answer to the question that they asked? It's not going to happen with this woman. Saki (sighs) was better at circling around it and then saying, I'll have to come back to you. I'll have to circle back on that one. Um, Again, Kaylee McEnany, uh, she'll hit you right upside the head with it. Here's what CNN said. Here's what MSNBC said. Here's what this president said. And here's what our policy is. This woman's answer wasn't, yes, we're considering sending them somewhere, to your point, or no, we're not considering sending them anywhere. She said, well, we're considering different things in the policy. There is no change of policy to tell you about. What, what is that? That's not and an at answer, point, that's for sure. And Carrie, let me tell you this. As a journalist, you're getting frustrated. I can tell. Yes. I'm frustrated by this as somebody who knows how to do journalism. Uh, At some point, one of these reporters have to do what you just did. And they have to say, will you just answer my question? Mm -hmm. 
Are you considering sending people elsewhere? If not, I'll tell the people in the border towns that you're not. And then if the governors of those states want to take those people who broke through the border of their states and send them elsewhere, who are you to say they can't? Why won't somebody just say that? I wish they would. I wish. Uh, It's like they're afraid of them. Or they agree with the policies of this administration. I know you've been on the, on the phone line for a long time, but i got a lot to get out there, and I want to get to you, so keep it right where you are. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. If you can't get through, no problem. Stop by JoePags.com, scroll down to the bottom, and click on Contact. Also, follow on all the social media, whatever your favorite is. And again, I'm trying something different with Telegram where I'm just like putting out questions or making statements and see who agrees with that. I'm not doing the links as much. So if that's more your preference where it pops up like a like a text message on your phone, you can go to Telegram and follow at Joe, uh, Joe Pags, J-O-E-P-A-G-S. We're back after this on The Joe Pags Show. Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Next hour will be Dr. Jesse Lopez in studio. We talk about a new study out. There was It was done on 80,000 plus people about ivermectin. And the results are not only good, they're remarkably good. Which is actually bad news for the CDC and the NIH and Walensky and, and Fauci and all these people that have been pushing the shots and saying that ivermectin doesn't work. Dr. Sanjay Gupta over at CNN should be embarrassed and probably lose his medical license. Because this study shows exactly what we've been saying for the better part of a year, if not more than that, about ivermectin. Make sure you stick around for that. You're going to love it next hour. Plus, we've got David Limbaugh on. Yes, Russia's brother. He's got a brand new book out that he wrote, that he co-wrote with his daughter about Jesus and about how we have to make sure we stand up for what's right versus what's wrong, no matter what the pressures of society are. Make sure you stick around for that as well. Going to get your phone lines here in a second. Also... Actually, they're my phone lines, but you're on them. Uh, also, we've got a couple of more sound bites from the liar at the White House. You know, Carrie, you know, I, I like uh, different hey, details about different cities. Uh-huh. Are you really not over that yet? No, Kathy. <laughs> oh, still smarting over that one. That'll be a while. I, would, I wouldn't call. I wouldn't say you're smarting. That would give yourself too much credit. So <laughs> oh. let me wow. let me let me let me ask you this. Now mm-hmm. you know me pretty well, Kathy, and um, mm-hmm. what we. I like to learn things about different cities. See, I don't know much about Martha's Vineyard. Like I said, it's per capita one of the richest cities Mm -hmm. in the entire world. Yes. I did not know. I just saw this study just came out. I forget who did it. But it turns out per capita the most hypocrites on the planet, too. Did you know that? Oh, I did not know that. That's an interesting study. And we just checked it out. Um, Another fact that many didn't know, also per capita the most racist in the country as well. Who knew? Really? That they wow. hate the poor downtrodden from Venezuela no trying idea. to escape. Hmm. And get, you, so, in other words, you can't get asylum in Martha's Vineyard. Guess not. Well, they're already Only out like anyway. Paso, they've, they've already moved. El Paso or Eagle Pass. or the 50. Oh, yeah, oh, they got rid of them. Yes, to Joint Base Cape Cod. I'm pretty sure before they took them away, though, a couple of the residents of Martha's Vineyard did ask for more caviar from one of them. Hmm. So that could be. <laughs> and this is something I thought they were the help. You know, uh, Governor Charlie Baker had announced uh, in Massachusetts, 125 National Guard members have been activated to deal with what he called the humanitarian crisis, the 50 illegal immigrants. 
125 uh, National Guard members. Stop it. No. We're activating you. It's time to go and get those 50 women and children. <laughs> As Karine Jean-Pierre said, it's a bunch of women and children, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. It's a humanitarian crisis. Hypocrite much? Mm. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Got to tell you about a brand new product from the makers of Super Beats Heart Chews. You're going to love these. If you work out like I do, you're going to want these tart cherry gummies from the makers of the Heart Chews. It's an easy way to reduce inflammation from exercise and support your metabolic health. These gummies are made with a clinically studied tart cherry extract that's up to 40 times more concentrated than many other tart cherry extracts. Just two of these gummies are the antioxidant equivalent of 16 ounces of tart cherry juice or 100 cherries, and they're vegan, non-GMO, no sugar, and they're delicious. Formulated by a team of scientists led by a Nobel Prize-winning doctor, tart cherry has been clinically studied to support metabolic health. I want you to get these. By the way, they come with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Try them risk-free for 90 days and see how you feel. If you don't love them, send them back, no questions asked. Go right now. Save up to 35% off of Tart Cherry Gummies plus free shipping at MyTartCherry.com slash PAGS. It's their best offer available anywhere. That's MyTartCherry.com slash PAGS for up to 35% off Tart Cherry Gummies. MyTartCherry.com slash PAGS. Make that happen and make it happen right now. Right, we, we only have about a minute left here, but I want to try to get a couple of these other sound bites in quickly uh, if we can. Let me go, Let me go to this one. ABC has a team right now in El Paso where local officials say there's 1,300 migrants arriving every day. We're seeing that people are sleeping on the streets because there are no beds left for people when they arrive. There's not enough buses to take them to other cities. Reporters talking about El Paso. This uh, Green Jean-Pierre has a hard time even looking at her. But she's talking about El Paso. 1,300 come in a day. That might have capacity for them. Is that acceptable? And is there something the administration can be doing right now yeah. in a place like El Paso? So let me, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what the Department of Homeland Security has been doing. They've been surging resources to the region and working to quickly decompress uh, the area. As, as with all individuals encountered at the border, DHS continues to expel migrants as required by court order under CDC's Title 42 authority. Uh, those who cannot be expelled under Title 42 are screened and processed to have their claims for relief. Uh, She's a liar. Her. She's just lying. He's, keep it here. M- much more to come. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Paggs.